Welcome to True Mental Health. I'm Crystal Crawford. And I'm Dr. Janine Kraft. We're here to have unique conversations about what really creates mental wellness. After years, decades of seeking, seeking what could create more ease in life and trying every modality possible. Crystal and I crossed paths and realized we had similar missions. A mission to have conversations about what creates ease, what creates well-being, and what renders us truly functional. If you know something else is possible, maybe completely different than you've ever been taught, join us on a journey to uncover what creates true mental health. We're here in the middle of something. (laughs) How y'all doing? What's up? How do I create a business, Crystal? How do I do it? Tell me. How do I know what business to create? Now, listen, you guys might not think this is a true mental health topic, but it is. Let me tell you why, just for fun. Because there are a lot of us wanting to change our lives right now from what it is we're currently doing, and we're really looking for the pathway. And both Janine and I have done that. So we're not pretending to be experts on what your process needs to be on how you're going to discover this, but I thought we'd contribute what our process has been and some of the things that we've known and kind of researched and put words to that we didn't necessarily have words for before and see if that contributes something. (laughs) There's a lot of people asking. Yeah, well, we've talked about how a lot of of our current clients or folks in our world have been saying, well, I want to create a business, but I don't know what I don't know what to create. And I yeah. don't know how to start. And so there, there's just a lot of folks in that area. And, you know, kind of what you're saying, it makes total sense with everything that's happened since COVID. People are kind of coming to this realization of, wow, I'd really like some freedom. I don't want to work a nine to five. What could I do to create for myself? And what's this online thing? Because I can take it anywhere. How does it get better than that? I can make my own schedule. People are aware and awake to all the possibilities at their fingertips. And then it's like the overwhelm freeze mode happens, I get. And then folks yeah. are reaching out like, well, how? What? Tell me. <laughs> yeah. And I get there's two def- two definite shows we can do. And so let's see if we do both shows in one or what, because there is the like the freeze mode overwhelm thing to mm-hmm. talk about. And then there is the kind of like discovering what it is you'd really like to do. So do you want to start with like, how, how did this work for you? Let's let's start with our own personal stories. Okay. Yeah. Well, I get... I was taught really early on from my mom that we had to have some, we had to do something, right? We had to do something, have a hobby so that we wouldn't get into trouble. For, so for me, it was ballet for a long time. Like that was going to be my purpose. That's what I was going to do. So I didn't have to really think about it. Well, then many health issues and injuries later, I was quitting and I looked at, well, now what am I going to do? And I realized I always enjoyed psychology. So I kind of took that traditional route of going to school and doing the thing and working the nine to five. I'm like, okay, now I'll be happy. I got the great job. I can work from home. And I wasn't happy. (laughs) And it just one thing led to another, another of, well, I really love all this mindset work, psychology, mental health. Like, what is this? How else could I teach this? And so it was just for me a natural progression then to kind of move into the online space and do coaching. So that felt ease or, you know, it was just like, what was I going to choose? Yes, Crystal. 
I want to point out something because you actually, you asked yourself a question or two to discover it. Mm. And I think that's what I wanted to pull out of our, because we were really like, okay, do we know how to teach this? Like, how do you, yeah. how do you teach a how when it's, it, it, you didn't live it as a how you just lived it as a, as a process, you know, mm-hmm. but you said something you, you, you said you noticed basically you wanted something different in your life and you noticed you, you had that ache of like, I want to create, create something. What can I create? And then you started looking at what you enjoyed. And I think that's a, a huge key for anybody listening. It's like, start looking at what you enjoy, almost like what you could talk about function from contribute to the world for free. Like what you're just like, this is so much fun for me. I could just, I could just do this nonstop because you actually did contribute social media, like reels and like content around this topic for free for a long time. <laughs> like, yeah, how- like three years before I even left my nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's not the how you do it. Definitely do reels for three years before you leave your nine to five, but <laughs> she's being but sarcastic. I, yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, or do or whatever, but like the, the thing that's noticeable to me about that is like you, it was something that you could continue to talk about that you were really interested in. And yeah. that right there has also been one of my keys of like, unless I am like full diehard in on the thing, I I cannot create it. And so when I found access consciousness for me that, and I got all these incredible effects and results in my life and I could see what it was creating for other people, I was in forever. Like it's something I can now talk about and be and proliferate forever. So it provides that what I call like the blue flame, the blue flame where that just never goes out. It's a pilot light that's just there. And even when I go through the fluctuations, because you do, after you start a business, you go through all these fluctuations, even with those, it's still something that I return to as a source of energy and um, renewal for me. So yeah, I think that's yeah. a huge key. Well, I noticed also when you were talking about yours, you didn't go into what am I good at? So you know a lot of people go into like, what am I good at? And they go into the judgment about it. It was just like access created something for you. So it was a no brainer, right? It just was so expansive, light. You could talk about it constantly. It was exciting. It wasn't like, I'm going to be a good facilitator, right? No, like to me, that wasn't the driving factor. No, in fact, I was sure I was terrible. (laughs) So apparently that doesn't need to be a factor at all because pretty much like anything you love with that much intensity, you're pretty sure you're going to be bad at. I think those Mm -hmm. two kind of go together. (laughs) Yeah, so like let's get rid of that, not go, not be focusing (laughs) on like, well, what am I good at? Because then you'll be so into the judgment of it that you'll be looking for where you're wrong for sure and then find all the evidence to prove yourself right. Yeah. And there is a really cool exercise that I might take some people through just for fun. It's called Ikigai. Ikigai. I think you say it like you have got chip chip on it, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, and it's this Japanese thing where the process for like helping you find your your purpose. And I put that in your quotes just because I don't really get that we have a purpose, but I do get that we have energies and things that we just love. Like, and that source of energy never ends. And so anyway, this process takes you through things like, what are you great at? And then I forget the other three, goddamn. But anyway, Google it. And But the, the point of the exercise is to look at what you're good at, to look at what you love to do, to look at what you are skilled at, and one more thing, and to sort of, and to find the overlap. Because it's in the overlap of all those things that you're really going to start to find something that, but I think a shorter pathway is just looking at what you love. Well, yeah. And we, we were just looking at this for ourselves because <laughs> it's kind of like, 
I think people miss this really key point too. What comes easy to you, you think can't be taught. And so we're just looking at this because for both of us, it was, we could say easy to just know what to choose and, and leap and go for it. And yet we also yeah. have a lot of folks in our world who are like, what do I choose? How do I do this? Where it's not coming with such ease. And so we're kind of looking at like, oh, okay, this is something to talk about. And so what do you have in your world that comes so easy to you that you don't think you could make money on? That's also something to look at. That is something to look at. And I would add to that easy. What's so easy for you that you think has no value? Um, mm. Because I think mm -hmm. those are two facets of it for sure. Yeah. And there's a third facet for me that I'm aware of is like, there are some of the things that you love that you're really good at that aren't as easy to, that take more time to establish as a business. So maybe this is another facet of it of like, you know, do you have a nine to five like you did and you have time to, to build this and nurture it? And is it something you love enough to build it and nurture it is or, or not, right? Cause this was something else I really had to look at. I was a certified facilitator and that was great, but I hadn't really done much with it. And then I created myself into this place where I didn't have any money and I also didn't have a job. So I really, of necessity, had to create something that was easily convertible into cash. And at the time, I, I looked around my world and I had certain elements in place. I had an, enough people that knew who I was on social media. I had enough pull on social media that I could in, instigate something. And so I instigated something. And then at the last minute, it was like, oh, wait, maybe I can charge people and did that. And that's how I made my first money mm. online. There was zero plan, but I had similar to what you had done. I had created just enough of a, a base, I guess, that yeah. I could at least put something out there and people would respond in one way or another. And so that to me is another element of just like including your life in the mix as well and going, you know, really looking at what you love, really looking at what's so easy for you, you think has no value or you could make no money at and then really looking at your situation and going, well, what do I know about this? Because one of the easiest things to turn into cash are, are like service-based businesses. So services are run the gamut of from anything from graphics and online copywriting and all the things that go with an online business to we have ladies that come to our house and they cook for us and they iron and you know they go from having $0 to having at least $15 a day. So like here in Colombia, for example, that's one of the quickest ways to make cash is to open a coffee stand, which involves like bringing some coffee out with some cups and mm. standing on the street corner and you can convert that into cash right away. So I think that's another facet of, of the process is really go, okay, we'll look at your life and what, you know, what's that part too. Well, oh and it's kind of like, especially with the online industry, I yeah. get that you could coach anything. Like you could literally yeah. coach anything. What do you yeah. like? What have you done? What I'm sure there's something in your life that you know and you've had the experience that other people are wanting to learn from, whether it be in a course or, you know, and that's where I get online. It's just such a gift if you're not feeling like I want to go knock door to door and do that type of thing that you could just so easily create something online. Totally. And the thing to recognize about online is that um, you can creating the thing and then getting the thing in front of other people are two kind of two universes. Mm -hmm. And so just recognizing again about online is like, if you haven't really been on social at all, like I know, I know a lady right now who's out kind of pounding the pavement, building her bars business. And she's just knocking on doors and calling friends and doing free bars tasters. And, and then she's like, well, I also want to create online. And I was like, okay, cool. So you're going to start from you're doing organic right now. And organic, 
uses the platform's algorithms, uses just persistence, uses the persistent putting your stuff in front of people in different groups. Whereas, you know, going after paid traffic is a whole different conversation online, but essentially like to sell anything, you just have to get it in front of people. And then at some point they say yes. So it's also looking, it's that including your life thing going, okay, would I depend on online for her? Well, what's that? How's that going to work right now? Right. She doesn't have anybody that knows she exists yet. So for her, it would create more faster to do exactly what she's doing, the in-person stuff rather than, you know, going full tilt boogie online right now, because that's got to build up. Right. And like maybe simultaneously build online. Because I mean, for me, I was building as just an outlet. I wasn't kind of really, I was planning much further into the future. Okay, I'm going to leave once my 10 years is done. They've forgiven my student loans with my current job. And then I'll leave, then I'll leave for my business. I will build this thing and I'll be ready. Well, that didn't work because three years in, I was way over it. And had to look at, well, what else could I choose? And I was thinking I wasn't ready yet. I'd spent all this time, you know, nurturing an audience and providing a lot of value that when I opened up one-on-one spots, I had a flood coming in because I had just spent so much time nurturing it. I didn't even realize that was right at my fingertips. So it's kind of like, what are you not acknowledging is right there for the picking, the fruit that is right there already. That's your yeah. next step. Yeah. Yeah. And we all have it, but it just is so different in everybody's. Mm -hmm. It's just so different. So it's so diverse. So that's something to look at too. Like what's right at your fingertips that you haven't considered. Like even for my friend who's like pounding the pavement with her bars business, I'm like, I bet you she has other skills that she could probably quick turn into a business that maybe she hasn't considered while things are building. So that's another thing I think just worth mentioning of like, what business should I start is most most life changes start with just a lot of hustling Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you kind of find your groove. I know some people that kind of go in and they get investor financing and venture capitalist funding, but most of the people that I know that, that do business start with something and then it either iterates, like it either iterates from there or it grows from there, but usually it iterates. Usually it kind of starts here and then you end up getting information and then you get you, you morph into this or you add this and then it kind of starts here. And then at somewhere you find a groove and that groove sort of like, you know, becomes really easy. So I would also encourage anybody listening to go start with the things that you just, that just come to you kind of first and then yeah. iterate from there. Cause that's usually how things work. Yeah. Well, exactly. Cause it's kind of like, as you choose it, you're going to get more information. I'm thinking of one of my current clients who's wanting, she's starting to build on social right now. She has a nine to five that she doesn't totally love, but it's for another kind of small business. And she had reached out within one of my groups and and told the gal like, Hey, I I am, I'm available for VA work, like virtual assistant work. And she said, I have no experience and I'd love to help you. And I was like, wait a second. I would beg to offer that the no experience is not quite accurate. I mean, just look at all the amazing skills you have built up working for another business that has an online presence and you're involved in that. So how would you apply those skills? Although you're not a VA there, how would you apply those exact same skills to current people if that's a job? I mean, that virtual assistant job, there are so many creators out there looking for admin work where if you consume social or you're just you know, quasi comfortable on the computer that you could likely really help somebody in 
the just couple hours a week that they're not wanting to take on. So it's like, what would that look like? There's just so many options. There's so many options. Yeah. Um, and also like, I actually, I was just remembering back when I became a certified facilitator, which happened quick, I wanted to change my life. I had been working in a restaurant most recently. And then right before that as a landscape designer. So landscape designer was seasonal. And then I would work in the restaurant in the winter. But I'd been doing restaurant off and on for like 20 years. And then I found access consciousness and I took all these classes and I got certified, but I was still like, well, now what? Like now, how do you build this as a business? You had the certification, but you still were not in the mindset of like, okay, I could juice this. Well, it was this part two of the thing of like, part one was getting certified. Part two was building the business. And I was like, Mm, how do you, how do you, uh." so I did exactly what we're talking about. I like looked around and I'm like, okay, what, where can I start with this? Cause I, I got clear and this is another piece of it on how I wanted to live. Like I knew like three components. I knew I wanted to have the flexibility to travel to any class that I wanted to go to. I knew I wanted to be able to make money from anywhere in the world and I knew I wanted to facilitate consciousness. Those were like, I loved that. And those two other things I wanted as my life. And that was, and that was that. Well, I didn't know where to start. There's no manual for that. So I literally did there's just, just that. I looked around and I was like, where can, what can I do? And I did that exact thing that you're talking about with the VA thing. I walked up to another facilitator. I'd heard her say she needed someone in her business. I had no experience except I had raw skill. Except you ran a business, like a pizza a bit, place, right? A restaurant? Uh, yeah. yeah. Like I had run a pizza place. I'd had a landscape design, but you know, she had an online business. And so I just walked up to her and I said just that. And I was like, I know you're looking for somebody. Is it me? <laughs> I said, I don't have any, ex- I don't have any experience, but I'm very willing and I learned very fast. And she said, yes. So I ended up working for and with her for the next year and a half. And it, it expanded my visibility. It expanded my skill set. It educated me on, on what it, takes to run a business like this. Um, it contributed all these different things. And that's, I think something else really worth noting is like, you very likely will require some education that you don't necessarily can't go to school for that right. your simple desire and willingness to choose the next thing will gift you. And then by the time I got myself yeah. down to no money, I had just enough skill and just enough visibility to like not die. And then it went from there. <laughs> well, and it's like, I, I mean, I get in this reality, there's so much focus on the certifications, the trainings, yes. you know, you have yes. to have X amount of experience on your resume before you can even yes. apply for this job. So then people are in so much doubt thinking that they can't because they don't have exact, you know, information that it doesn't translate. And it's like, mm-hmm. here you are working so many different jobs. And yet to me, when I heard them, I'm like, well, yeah, for sure. Yes, it's online and that's different than you were in like kind of the brick and mortar business, so to speak. Um, so that's a different translation, but it's like, I mean, how quickly, I mean, you're so fast, yeah. but it's like, that was so easy. I get like that was somewhat easy to translate. Like a no brainer. Yeah. yeah I was and like, I yeah. like, and for anybody listening, I actually prefer to hire people with not a lot of experience because I find with the people that have really trained themselves and gotten certified in what they do, for example, virtual assistant, they actually have too much structure in their world. So I actually prefer people that love to learn on the fly, that have just enough raw skill with technology and enough of an organizational bent and detail, sense of detail. Mm-hmm. So I look for I look for bigger meta qualities than I do for for specific skills, unless I need specific skills, and then I go looking for that. So right. some of you might ha- 
like sometimes I need video editing and I go looking for somebody that's really skilled in that, but it's, it's less common to need specificity and more common to need willingness and capability. And so that's another really great starting point when you don't know where to start or what you should do. It's like, well, what's pinging? Like what's easiest for you? What's so easy for you? You think has no value start there. And that gives you a lot of information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Choice is what creates awareness you guys. And, yeah. and so much of what we're taught about starting a business in this reality is you have to go in with your name already picked out and your business license in place and your business plan in place. That is the fastest way to slow something down ever. Mm-hmm. And if that's coming out of you naturally and easily, and that's a natural way for you to function, cool, go for it. For most of us, that's not very natural. It's like, we're easily inspired and easily bored and, and, but that's not wrong. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what's right about you. That's actually what's going to lead you to the next thing. So yeah, a hundred percent. And I, in, in kind of what I'm bringing some of my folks through who are just wanting to start a business is I'm having them start on social media and start posting, even if they don't know exactly yeah. what they want it to be, but just start creating because I get that the act of doing that. I mean, even me, when I didn't know I had to name Crafts Couch, what's this going to be? I have no idea. Let me just create some content, right? I had no idea what it was going to be, but in the process, I started to learn, well, what do I really want to say? Well, what really is my point of view about this? And how do I want to share this? And what do I want this to look like? But I had to go through it. I couldn't have someone else tell me, well, this is what to do. I had to just fumble around kind of in the mess. And just that's where I got the most information. And it's just a continual process as you and I both go through where it just continues to sharpen and sharpen and pivot and then sharpen and sharpen again, then pivot again and just continue to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. A million iterations. And it's like, is that what you're aware of when you go into the doubt and overwhelm of all the possibilities of what your business could and will be? Yeah. Yeah. And it really does come down to just sitting yourself down and starting to choose something because yeah. That you're exactly what you described is exactly the way it works. It's like you get so much awareness of all time, all ideas, all the things. And you're like, you can, if you try to control it, then you get into overwhelm. If you just sit down with it and go, okay, fuck it. I'm going to start with TikTok on one reel. What do I want to say here? That's where magic can occur. Cause through that choice and action and that, what do I want to say here? Something comes through and then you do it. And as you're doing it, you get more information. And then after you post it, you get more information. And then it just continues from there. But it's literally, it's exactly what you said. It's the commitment to just showing up and and doing it. <laughs> where, and then that's where I get, this is like the whole other episode is then the freeze, yeah. paralyzation mode, the overwhelm that comes in that stops people. Because I get that's where people kind of stay stuck of, I know I want to start a business, but I don't know how. But it's like, is it you really don't know how? Or is there something else going on? that kind of has your nervous system in a bit of a shutdown mode. Yeah. I wonder, do we just go there now or do we make a whole other I mean, episode? We can. Why not? <laughs> well, so let's just, yeah. So, so yeah. dealing with overwhelm is interesting. I'm going to, let me do my version and then I want to hear what you have to say. Okay. Cause yeah, I know yeah. mine's going to be hard. I'm kind of a hard ass. <laughs> <laughs> Snap out of it. Snap out of Choose. it. Choose. <laughs> Well, okay. So I guess let me speak to this a little more personally though. So for me, it definitely can occur because I'm a, I would say I'm a perfection. I'm constantly navigating my own need for perfection, which of course doesn't exist by the way. 
nothing is perfect as a judgment. And it's based on reference points for what you've decided perfect is. So again, with everything we've talked about in these episodes, every judgment renders you non-functional. So anyway, I'm constantly dealing with myself and that. And so that's thing, thing number one, I would say to note is that you will constantly be dealing with that in yourself. That, that doesn't go away. That doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It just gets easier to navigate. Do you, have you? No, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I was just thinking of like all the times in the past week where I just stop. And then I literally kind of have to talk myself through it and just say, okay, it's okay. What feels the light? What seems the lightest to choose right now? And just go with that versus when I get in my head of like, right, wrong, is this going to work? Is this the right sales marketing? It's like, no, I just, Janine, I'm like, Janine, just choose something. You know what I mean? Literally. And I'm just kind of yanking my hand along that way, yeah, so to speak, but I'm yeah. still having to work it, work through it for sure. Yeah. So I, I want to encourage everybody listening because that like doesn't end. I just think it gets a little mm-hmm. easier. Like I don't have to do it as much now as I did in the early days. I would get really paralyzed in the early days, but I was coming out of or recovering from needing to get it right. And yeah. when you first start at something that that need is huge, it's like, so so to me, building a business is all about kind of constantly going around yourself. You're kind of constantly going around your own need to sabotage, stop, quit. <laughs> Welcome to business. Well, yeah. I mean, and maybe that's the focusing point besides also yeah. looking at the Ikigai stuff of what do you like? What's exciting? Yeah. And what skill or what tool could you use to facilitate yourself out of the overwhelm? I mean, is it literally kind of regulating your nervous system with a walk, dancing it out, breath work, something physical like that? Or is it using an access tool of interesting point of view? I mean, whatever yeah. it is to recognize that it's all just interesting that you're paralyzed right now. I mean, it's it's happening. And what else could you choose just to yeah. acknowledge it and work yourself like around it, like we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's really just kind of doing whatever it takes to interrupt that. And so mm-hmm. I love what you said about adding something physical, because there are those times where I'll get like that crush of information or that crush of like, whoa, so much. And I will literally at that moment when it seems like maybe I should kind of be getting organized, I'll stand up, I'll go like clean the house and move and do the dishes or go for a walk. And I, I literally let the crush release. And then it, once it's, it's settled, what, 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 what'll happen is as I engage my body, I'm no longer trying to like hard focus and triangulate all that information and my Mm -hmm. body's engaged. Mm -hmm. And so stuff can come through with more ease. And so it it always a hundred percent of the time I'll get more clarity or the direction will sort of emerge. And then I'm down at my notebook, just like, you know, writing and and that's when it gets easier. So it's, yeah, it's anything that it takes to like interrupt your own. Yeah. Down hundred (laughs) percent. It's like exactly what you're talking about is the nervous system going into fight or flight. And so it's like no longer do you have access to the creative centers of your brain. You have to go into preparation mode of this trauma that's coming up that you've like kind of created in your mind. And so that's why the kind of the physical piece allows you to, like you said, kind of move your attention off that and be able to reconnect with your creative flow. So thing to know number one is it's totally normal and it's going to occur Mm -hmm. all the time. So basically your willingness to say yes to something, to an idea, just get that now you're going to be on this constant journey with yourself to kind of go around your own control. constantly right (laughs) and and i say that and but so i i still have to work with myself but it's exactly what you said janine it's like i'll get there and then i'm like okay no we're not doing that like so you do have to be that for yourself 
really consistently. But I would say it's not as much about forcing yourself as much as it is just being present with you and recognizing when you start going into the crunch or the crush is kind of the energy of it for me. Just recognizing it and going up, oh, here I go again. Okay, cool. You know, and then choose something else at that moment and then let yourself have the space and then see what emerges after that. But that's a normal part of it. That's just, that's creating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, if folks recognized or acknowledged that that was a part of it and just rather than made it the scary wrong thing that they're going into, would that allow you to move forward and choose? Right. I think people then go into like all this wrongness. See, I can't do it. See, I'm paralyzed. See, I don't know what to choose. Like, and then just stay stuck there. But yeah, I also get where we both had experiences where pain was required to kind of move us forward. I mean, for me, it was like the tight squeeze of all the job stuff. And for you, one of it being like creating into no money, you know, and just how interesting that is, how it's like, okay, well, I don't want to deal with this anymore. So what else could I choose? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, all of you guys are going to start with this where you start. Some of you have been really smart and you have jobs and that's taking care of things. You will probably have something different required to, in order to motivate you, you may have to make a choice Mm -hmm. to, you may, you might have to make different choices than those of us that kind of I created my back up against the wall, which is another way of doing it. I don't necessarily recommend that, but I know a lot of people that do it. <laughs> so, you know, from that position, it's like choose or die. That's mm-hmm. basically your two choices. Mm-hmm. If you aren't in that position of choose or die, you might want to really look at um, if it, I think the thing to look at to stimulate any change is really looking at whether or not what you're choosing now is truly working for you. I think this is kind of, to, I would, this is the words I would put to where you got is like, you finally got to the point where it's like, I could stay at this job, but this like truly doesn't work for me. Like I need yeah. something else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and yesterday too, you were talking about the, um, the net, the like catch net, like, especially if we're in a nine Safety, to five, yeah. it's like, well, it's not, yeah. I've heard a couple of people say, you know, it's not bad enough or I'm, I'm right. good at it. And you know, I, I like it, but they're just not super excited about it. Or maybe someone else in their family partner is paying, you know, the bills. So it's kind of like, there isn't that. Like that crush of um, the, mm-hmm. the need that comes from anguish, basically the yeah. anguish is not there. <laughs> There's like yeah. not enough anguish for me to create, but that's funny. Cause we've really entrained ourselves to only create if there is anguish. Mm-hmm. And I, my invitation is you don't have to create anguish in order to choose. You can, but you could yeah. look at, is this truly working for me? Like if I, you know, play out your future for the next five years and stay in your job and see what that creates for you energetically. Play out your future for the next five years and jump into a business in your world and see what that creates for you. It's give yourself the sense of the future that your choices are creating and look at if that's the future you really want to choose. Because there's no necessity, truly. You know, it's like, will the world go on if you don't start a business? Yeah. Will it be the same if you don't start a business? No. Your business will create change an impact that won't exist if you don't choose it. But you've got to choose it for what it is for you, you know? So that's playing out the future is one of the ways that I start to get a sense of that. And how does it get any better? better than that? 
And we have all sorts of things working with early entrepreneurs. Totally, totally. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You've got your Amplify program. I'm starting a new one called Club Choice soon. And you guys can just check out our websites. Also, if you haven't gone to yourtruementalhealth.com and grabbed your free downloads from both of us, please Mm -hmm. go there because that's there for you as well. And if you want to work with us, you know where to find us. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a request. If you found benefit from today's episode, we'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave us a review, or share it with someone you know would benefit. Until next time.